Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. And he paid an ultimate price for us. He paid an ultimate price for us. Didn't he? He paid an ultimate price. So the price that he paid, he want to see the result of it. Amen. So I'm here again to tell you to get up and take your fight back. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And this time when you go fight, don't stop until it's done. Don't stop until you win. Don't stop until you get victory. Amen. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Amen, amen, amen. You may be seated. <laughs> thank you. I just want to thank everybody for being here today, all my family, friends, and my church family. Thank you so much for being here. If you would, just one second, let's give the online community a hand clap of praise. Thank you for joining in. Amen, amen, amen. All right, so I got a special treat for y'all today. This word has really blessed me, and I pray that it blesses you as much as it has blessed me. So I'm going to try real hard to talk slow, and now I get excited. I talk a little fast every now and then. So I'm going to try to talk slow so you can understand what I'm saying today. All right, so today I would like to come from the subject, fight until it's finished. Fight until it's finished. So if you want to title this lesson, you can title this Fight Back. Somebody say, Fight Back. Fight Back. I'm here to fight back. I want to teach you or teach on the important fundamentals of fight. As many of you are aware, we are living in the times the world is getting darker and darker every day. Believers compromising their belief to be in good standing with the world. Believers watering down their faith in God instead of standing boldly in the world. Believers dimming their light to be liked by people. There is danger in the land, and y'all are all aware of that. There's danger in the land, and as Pastor Stroud always says, the enemy's not after to just only hurt you, but he's trying to kill you. He's trying to kill you, trying to take you out, take your faith out, trying to make you just have no strength left to do anything but to, but to be defeated and to remain stuck. Amen? But I come here today by the power of God to tell you to get up. Get up, arise, take your fight back, and do what needs to be done. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. So like I said, sometimes in life the enemy will have us so bound and blinded by the different trials and tribulations that we go through and that we forget the power that we possessed. As believers, sometimes I can admit in the past, I forgot the power that I possessed. I was so bound by situations and circumstances and lack and this thing and that thing that I forgot the power that I possessed. As a believer, we have power that God has given us. Are you aware of that? If we look at the scripture, Luke 10 and 19, I read for the New King James Version. It reads, Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So if you read this scripture, this right here is enough right here for just to close the Bible and just to rejoice right here alone. This scripture is telling us that God has given us power over not some situations, not some trials, but over all power of the enemy over all darkness of the enemy that's enough for me to have victory knowing that i'm gonna be all right amen he's gonna give us powers to tread over scorpions and tread and tread over uh, serpents in the name of jesus and it says my favorite part is this latter part of the scripture where it says and nothing by any means will hurt you suggesting that when you decide to go forward and to be a believer and to stand on the word of god and to fight that god is backing you up 
I remember Pastor Stroud, he prophesied over me a few months ago, don't back down because God is backing you up. And I speak to somebody else today in this room, don't you dare back down because God is backing you up. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So again, I'm here today to tell you to get up, fight back, and don't stop until you win. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. I think sometimes in life we find that it's easier to give up than it is to keep going on. It's easy to throw on the towel. It's easy to say, okay, I'm frustrated and I just don't want to do it anymore. It's easy to stay stuck in your pit, to stay stuck in your bed and not want to get up and do it. That's so easy. But I'm telling you to get up and fight. Fight. Somebody say fight. Fight. Fight Fight back. we got to learn how to fight and not to give up. Amen. Fight until you reach the finish line. Fight until the mission is accomplished. Fight until your family is saved. I have loved ones that I want to come back home to Jesus. Somebody say, fight. I'm fighting for them to come back home. Amen? And fight until it, whatever your it is, whatever your thing is, fight until it comes to pass. Because I promise you, whatever God sends the thing to go, to go do, it won't come back and return unto you void. So if God says it, it's going to come back complete. Amen. So you guys just trust and believe that what he has to go do is going to do and come back done. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And I want to point this, this point out to you that an unfinished fight will taunt you until you take it to his tomb. An unfinished fight will taunt you until you take it to his grave. An unfinished fight will taunt you until you take it to his end. An unfinished fight is going to taunt you and just bully you and keep coming after you until you take it to his death. Because once it's dead, it can't come back. So you got to face that thing face to face and say, look, I'm telling you today, I'm tired of battling with it. I'm tired of dealing with it. Today I'm choosing to fight and to take you out because you will no longer taunt me. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And I want you to understand also that unfinished assignments will frustrate you. They will frustrate you. You'll be going on thinking, okay, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. But I, I know how I'm the kind of person. I like to have my check marks on all my stuff. Mark it off and be done. If I still got stuff unfinished, I'm going to be unbothered. I'm, I'm going to be bothered. Amen? So mark that stuff out and be done with it. You want to be finished because unfinished assignments will frustrate you. So don't stop until it's done. Amen? So I just want to give you a brief example with that point. I want you to think about us ladies that go to the, the beauty salon, or you guys that get your hair cut, the ones that have hair on their head. They go to the barbershop and get your hair cut. I want you to think that you pay your money for a service. I looked at my husband when I said that because he's bald. <laughs> I want you to think that you go and get, you know, you pay for the service. I pay to get my hair done. I pay to get a haircut. So you pay for the service, and right in the middle of them giving, you know, your wig installment or doing your lock twist or doing your crochet, before they finish the job, they say, I'm, I'm done. I'm not going to complete the job. I'm done. Would you sit there and say, oh, okay, thank you. See you next time. Would you, wouldn't you be upset? I would be like my friends say, I would be upset. I'm going to be upset. <laughs> so if I'm paying a price for something, I want it to be complete and done and finished. And so I say that, and likewise, I want you to imagine how God feels when we just sit on unfinished assignments, when we sit on the gifts and the talents that he's placed inside of us, the things he's put inside of us, and we just sit on it because we got irritated with life, we got frustrated with trials, we got tired of circumstances, we got tired of people, and we just sat on it and didn't finish it. And he paid an ultimate price for us. He paid an ultimate price for us. Didn't he? He paid an ultimate price. So the price that he paid, he want to see the result of it. Amen? So I'm here again to tell you to get up and take your fight back. Amen? 
Thank you, Jesus. And this time when you go fight, don't stop until it's done. Don't stop until you win. Don't stop until you get victory. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. I don't know about y'all, but I'm tired of being tired. I'm tired of fighting the same battles. I'm ready to, to end that thing. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. I want you to look at the scripture, Philippians 1 and 6, and it says, Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. God is going to do his part. He's going to complete his part. But the thing about it, but the thing about it is we as believers, us people, we got to submit to the process. Somebody say submit to the process. We got to submit to the process. It's going to be hard. If you think about that scripture, it says the narrow path is going to be difficult. Trials are going to come. But I promise you at the very end, the reward is going to be great. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So I want us to have this mindset going forward from today. I'm not going down without a fight. And, and I'm not getting up until I win. <laughs> Let me say it one more time. I'm not going down without a fight. And I'm not going to get up until I win. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Now, the question is, before we can decide to put in all this energy and effort into fighting these battles and these trials, the question you got to ask yourself, because I'm like, okay, God, I... I like to save my time. I ain't going to waste my time fighting something if it ain't worth fighting. So the first question you got to ask yourself, is it worth the fight? So I'm going to ask you the question, is it worth the fight? So my question for you today is, how do you know if a fight is worth fighting? How do you know if it's worth the fight? I have two points for you with this question. The first one is, if there's a reward to be retrieved. So I want you to fight a battle, fight something, there's going to be a reward to be retrieved. And the reward I'm talking about is not a reward from people. Not, not getting applauses from your friends. Oh, she likes me now. We're friends. I'm talking about a reward from God. A reward from God. Amen. Not praise the people, but, but pleasing God. Amen. The second one, how do I know it's worth to fight if it brings danger to my destiny? If you see something and you, destiny is your purpose, your reason why, why God created you. If you, if you going about life and you're doing things and you're walking in purpose and you see a, a situation or you see an enemy, you see a distraction, you see something that's in your way, it's time to fight. Because God created us with a purpose. And if there's somebody or something, a distraction, a hindrance in my way, I got to knock that thing out. Amen? Because I ain't got time to be distracted. Because when I meet my master, I want to hear him say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Amen? I don't want to say, well, God, uh, you know, Sally and John John, they were just so mean to me, and I just couldn't fight them. God didn't want to, he didn't want to hear that. <laughs> you got to get up and fight. Amen? Amen? Thank you, Jesus. All right, so with that being said, I got three points that I want to give you all today on fight. The three points I'm going to cover today is strategy, stance, and strike. Strategy, stance, and strike. So let's first start with the word strategy. If you look at the definition of strategy, strategy is a plan of action or policy designed to achieve a major or overall aim. Where there is no strategy, there is no structured plan of action, and the enemy is already out seeking someone who can, he, he can devour. So where there's no strategy or plan, the enemy can easily come in and just sweep you up. I mean, just think about it. If you don't have an outline or a plan or have an idea of what you're trying to, to accomplish, the enemy can come in and just pick you up because you don't have no, no game plan. 
I want you to think about football, even NFL players. They have a strategy and plan to take out time, devoted time, to get those game plans together so they can face their opponent, right? All right, so where does the strategy come from? The strategy comes from the master. You have to ask the mastermind, and that is Jesus. Amen? You got to ask the mastermind. You don't have to figure it out on your own. Because life can be crazy, and a lot of stuff can happen, and it's like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. Because I tell you, I don't know, but I know who does know. <laughs> I don't know, but I know who does. Let's look at Proverbs 3 and 6. I'm reading from the New King James Version, and it reads, In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall surely direct your path. So like I said, you got to ask the mastermind, which is Jesus. Amen. And I want you to look at this word here where it says acknowledge. To acknowledge means to accept or to admit. We must be willing to admit, Father, <laughs> I need you. Father, I don't know how to face this thing. Father, I'm going to be honest, my faith's a little shaky right now because I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. But, Father, I need you, and I just need you to guide me and to lead me. And guess what? He will do it. His word is true. He says acknowledge him, ask him, admit that you need him, and he's going to direct your path. Amen? Amen? Thank you, Jesus. And with this point strategy, another scripture that I want to cover is Proverbs 21 and 5. And it says, I'm reading from the NLT version, good planning and hard work lead to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. So I want you to read this scripture, and what I, what I took out of this scripture is good planning takes time. Somebody say good planning, good planning. takes time. Takes time. I, I can use the example I can recall my wedding day. Before that wedding day, it took me a good year to plan that thing out because I had to get everything that I wanted to be the way that I wanted it to be. I wanted to have this color and this girl, her hair like this and him like this. You, it takes time for good planning to, for, you can get, for you can get what you want. Amen? Thank you, Lord. And then, like I said, <clears throat> even with NFL players, I'm pretty sure they don't just spend two weeks practicing. I'm pretty sure they don't spend just one month practicing. It, it takes time to develop what you want it to be right? You got to take out time. And, and the, the time I'm talking about is the time with Jesus. Right. Not just your own time where I think I want to do this, I think I want to do that. But you got to go to the mastermind, like I keep saying, the mastermind. Go to the creator, Jesus, and he will tell you exactly what to make this thing to be. So that when the enemy does come after you, when he does come your way, you'll have a strategy on how to fight. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. And so I do want to add this point, too. <laughs> It's going to take more than one conversation with God on a Sunday <laughs> to create a plan. It's going to take more than just a Wednesday night Bible study to create a strategy to fight the enemy. Because sometimes we can get in our emotions and stuff and, oh, I feel so high and mighty. But when you get out there and start work on Monday, here come him and her and they just working your nerves and you're, ready to, you're already feel defeated. I mean, stuff is going to come. So like I said, it's going to take more than one conversation on a Sunday morning to create a plan. Amen. And if you look at the scripture, it tells us that God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So I want you to have a daily dose of Jesus. You know, sometimes I, I drink my green smoothie, some of y'all probably do. Every morning I eat my green smoothie to get myself going, or whatever you may need, your protein shake to get yourself going, whatever you may, your vitamins, whatever you may need. The same way you take those things on a regular basis, get a daily dose of Jesus. Somebody say a daily dose of Jesus. You need him. You need him, Amen. Have a daily dose of Jesus so that he can fill you. And so when the enemy tries to come your way, 
Make the enemy get tired of bothering you. <laughs> make him tap out. You don't tap out. Make him tap out. Amen. Make him throw in the towel. Don't make it easy. Don't make it easy on your end. Make it hard for him. Amen. And if you are filled with Jesus, if you are filled with the Holy Spirit, if you are filled with God on the inside of you, when the enemy comes for you, if God be for you, who could ever stand against you? Amen. That's the word of God. And I believe the word of God. Thank you, Jesus. So I want you to understand, if your plan is given to you by God, you cannot lose. Amen. So that's the first one, strategy. The next point I want to cover is stance. Somebody say stance. Stance. All right, so the word stance, it means your posture or the way you stand. That's the first definition. The second definition is your attitude or viewpoint. Okay, so I want you to understand that you cannot go into a battle already defeated. You can't go in already with a defeated mindset, already with a funky attitude, already coming in with just, just, you just, you just, you being funky today. You know what I mean? You can't come in with that kind, you got to have a mindset that I'm, I'm here to win. I'm expecting the move of God. I'm expecting God to do something for me. You got to come in with a mindset that I'm going to win. I may struggle a little bit, but God is my strength and it's going to be all right. Amen. And then I just want to read this one poem I remember reading in middle school. We went over this poem and this poem is called. The road less traveled by. And it reads, if you think you are beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you like to win, but think you can't, it's almost certain that you won't. If you think you'll lose, you're lost. For out of the world we find, success begins with a fellow's will. It's all a state of mind. If you think you are outclassed, you are. You got to think high to rise. You got to be sure of yourself before you can ever win a prize. Life's battles don't always go to the stronger or faster man. But sooner or later, the man who wins, who wins, is the man who thinks he can. Amen. So if you just read that right there, that can be biblical right there. If you read that right there, the man that thinks he can. I know I can say I can. I can. I will. I'm going to win. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So you got to have a mindset before you go into this battle that I'm going to win. I may get a little scratch here and there, but I come to win. Amen. I come to win. Thank you, Jesus. So you must go in with a winning attitude because I want you to understand that the enemy, he can smell fear. It's kind of like even when you watch those nature videos of the animals and stuff, they can smell fear. Oh, she's terrified. He's, he, he's terrified. I can see. I can easily pick him out or pick her out, the one I want, the one that's fearful. Then I mean, he can smell fear. And he can use, once he smells the fear, he can use it to his advantage to keep you from fighting back. Somebody that's fearful, they won't stand up. Somebody that's fearful, they'll keep quiet when they should speak. I'm telling you from experience, I've been there. There's been times in my life where I know I should have said something. I know I should have got up. I know I should have done more, but I let fear attack me. And I'm telling you all today as a testimony, God has changed my mind. I'm not going to keep letting fear win. Amen? Fear is not going to take me out. Amen? Whatever your, whatever your thing may be, don't let it take you out. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. All right, so I want to look at with this point, 1 Corinthians 15 and 58. I'm reading for the New King James Version. <clears throat> And it reads, therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Amen. So with this scripture, I want you to understand that we must be unable to be moved to win. Somebody that's, that's easily moved, 
somebody that's easily pulled up from the roof, somebody that's easily to be shaken and moved, you are easy to be defeated. Amen? So we got to be steadfast and have our stance rooted in the word of God that the grass will wither, <laughs> the flowers will fade, but the word of God shall remain forever. And if, as long as I'm in him and he's in me, I'm going to be all right. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. And with this scripture, I want you to also understand that not only being moved physically, but also emotionally. I know sometimes emotions can get to you. I mean, you think that you go from high to low, low to high. You feel good, you don't feel good. You're frustrated, you're happy. You got the joy, don't you got anger. I mean, your emotions is everywhere. We got to get in check of our emotions. We have to, and we can't do it by ourselves. God can help us, y'all. He's here to help us. We got to get a hold of not just physically, but mentally and emotionally. Amen? We got to get our emotions under control. Because if you look at James 1 and 8, one of my favorite scriptures, <laughs> a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. The enemy likes unstable people because he can easily trip you up. Let me find somebody that's halfway. Let me find somebody that ain't really. Let me find somebody that I know is not quite. He likes folks like that because he can easily move you. Amen? And so I just want you to understand that we got to just be firm, have a good stance in the word of God and in Jesus. So when things come, we'll know how to fight. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. And another scripture that I want to cover with this point is James 4 and 7, and it reads, Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Amen. And if you look at the word stance, like I mentioned, the word stance, it means your posture. Posture meaning your position of submission. So with this scripture, I want you to understand that if you submit to God, fully submit and commit to God, Get your strategy from God and resist the devil, resist the enemy. He will flee from you. Amen. So the question is, are you really submitted to God? That's, that's the question to ask. Are you really submitted to God? So when the enemy comes, are you really resisting and he's fleeing or is he still around you? Because if you really submitted to God like you say and the enemy's coming your way and he ain't fleeing, then do you really got the power? You know what I'm saying? You got to ask yourself that question. Am I really submitted to God? Amen. So we got to submit to God. And one last scripture that I want to cover with this particular point is Romans 8 and 31. And it says, if God is for us, who could ever be against us? This is also one of my favorite scriptures. If God is for you, my brother, my sister, who could ever be against you? When your stance is grounded in God, when the enemy comes to fight you, instead of questioning the situation in fear, start asking your situation, are you sure you want a piece of this? I mean, if you read this scripture, it's the question. It says, if God is for us, who can be against us? That's a question, not a statement. So when you read this scripture, think about it. When things come your way, instead of you freaking out, I'm like, oh, God, what am I going to do? Ask that circumstance. Ask that situation. Are you sure you want to mess with me? Because if God, the Almighty, the King of kings, is for me, who could ever stand against me? If death could not hold him down, you ain't going to hold me down. As I and him and he and me, we're on the same team, baby. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. I hate, I, 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 I'm on the winning side. I'm on the winning side. I shall never lose if I'm with Jesus, but with God. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. So with this scripture, just begin to ask those circumstances. If God be for me, who could ever stand against me? Are you sure you want a piece of this? Are you sure you want to stir up this pot of power? Because when it comes out, you better be running, baby. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Amen. All right, so let's continue on. My last and final point that I want to cover tonight is probably one of my, today, not tonight, that I want to cover is strike. So we went over strategy, stance, and now we're going over strike. This is my favorite one. All right, so if you look at the word strike, strike it means, there's two definitions I want to read. The first one is to hit with force. And the second one is a, ref, a refusal to do. Amen. All right, so I want you to understand that after you have your strategy and your stance, we then end with a strike. Somebody say strike. 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 Thank you, Lord. So the question is, okay, Shekhan, I hear you, but what do I use to strike? Am I supposed to use my hands? Supposed to use my words, my mouth? Like, supposed to do a little karate kick or something? <laughs> like, what am I supposed to be doing? So the question or my answer to your question would be strike with faith. Somebody say strike with faith. I want you to look at this scripture here in 1 Timothy 6 and 12. I'm reading from the New King James Version. And it reads, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life to which you were also called and have confessed a good confession in the presence of many witnesses. So when you read this scripture, it's telling us to fight the good fight of faith. The faith fight is a good fight. Amen. Fight the good fight of faith. And with this scripture, the point that I want to highlight is to fight the good fight of faith and to hang on until you reach eternal life. Every day we get up, every day until our destination comes to an end, when we pass over and we, we fade away, <laughs> this physical body, when we reach eternal life, every day the fight is a fight of faith. Because trials are going to come. Circumstances are going to come. The enemy's goal is to, to kill, steal, and destroy. If he can't destroy you, he's going to try to distract you. If he can't distract you, he's going to try to de detour you, get you off track. So you got to be 10 steps ahead of the enemy and fight that good fight of faith knowing that God is with me. Amen? God is for me. Thank you, Jesus. And so with this word faith, the point that I want to highlight with this word faith, what is faith? Faith is complete trust, complete confidence. The word complete is not partial. The word complete don't mean just a little bit here, a little dab there, a little poor here, a little poor there. Complete means the whole thing. So we must have complete trust that God is and God will. Amen? We've got to fight the good fight of faith. Amen? Because without faith, you will surely lose. And that's not my words. That's biblical. If we look at Hebrews 11 and 16, it tells us. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder of those who earnestly or diligently seek him. Amen. So again, without faith, you cannot please God. Without faith, you have already lost. Amen. So with that being said, if you ain't got no faith, baby, <laughs> you may want to get you some. Amen. <laughs> And then the part that I like about Jesus is sometimes he knows all of us where we are. Some of you may be, okay, I, I'm kind of scared. I just, just, I, I don't have a whole bunch to give. But if you look at the scripture, Matthew 17 and 30, excuse me, 17 and 20, it says, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. So for those that are saying, well, I don't have that much boldness or I don't have that much faith, God is saying, I can do a whole lot with a little. 
I can do a whole lot where if you get a little bit of faith, a mustard seed faith, like your wife says all the time, mustard seed faith. Do you know how small that is? You can't even really see it unless you get a little magnifying glass. If you can just get mustard seed faith. And just imagine faith that small, what it can do. Imagine if your faith is big, what it can do. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So again, you will win when you strike with faith. Somebody say strike with faith. You got to strike with faith. And with that being said, I also want to cover 2 Corinthians 5 and 7. And it reads, walk by faith and not by sight. Sometimes, I ain't going to lie, this is, a little, this is a sometimes easier said than done. <laughs> you can proclaim that when everything's going good. But sometimes when trials and circumstances come, it's like, all right, I'm a little nervous, God. What you doing? I, I can recall a time where I was going through a lot in my life, a lot of circumstances. I mean, the enemy was hitting hard, back to back to back. And so my mama, she's like my mentor. That's my best friend. So I would call her up, and I, and I, I recall a time where I said, Mama, I just don't understand. Why can't God just show me the whole story? What are you doing, God? And so my mama, she made the statement, and she said, Shekana, what's the purpose of faith and trust in God if he gives you the whole story? I mean, what's the point of us even having faith if God tells you the whole entire thing? That's the whole purpose of faith. I'm not going to tell you the whole thing yet, but I want you to trust me and to just walk. Just walk. Walk by faith and not by sight. Speak those things that's not as though they are. Amen? You got to walk by faith and not by sight and trust and believe that right now I don't see it. Right now I may not feel it in my body, but I trust and believe that God is doing a work in my life. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Walk by faith and not by sight. Y'all, faith is so powerful. It tells that faith can move mountains. Faith can do some great, grand things for you. we got to have faith. So when the enemy comes, you got to strike with faith. Amen. Strike. Say it again. Strike with faith. we got to strike with faith. Thank you, Jesus. we got to trust him. we got to trust him. Amen. Faith is essential. And as I get ready to come to a close, I just want to briefly cover this one scripture. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'll let you on your own time go read the scripture. Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. And it talks about taking on the whole armor of God. So when you get yourself up every day, I know that I wear a uniform to work. I'm sure some of y'all wear uniforms to work. Or you may just wear your dress clothes, your name tag. You put something on every day. The same way you get up and get your hair and stuff done, the same way you fluff, you know, your makeup and all this stuff, the same way you get up every day and put those things on, one thing that you need is the full armor of God. So again, if you want to go back and read this scripture, Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, it tells you each piece of the armor of God and how it's very essential. The helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the shoes of peace, the shield of faith, and the sword of the spirit, which represents the word of God. And then with this armor of God, there is one point that I want to point out with this here. We're talking about faith, right? So if you look at this, Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, the verse that I want to highlight is verse 16. And I'll actually read that one out for you. It says, above all, taking the shield of faith. There's that word faith. So we got the whole armor of God, but if you read it, it says, above all. taking the shield of faith. This right here is showing you how essential faith is. He didn't say above the helmet or above the shoes. It says above all, taking the shield of faith. Somebody say faith is essential. Faith is essential. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So it says above all, taking the faith, the shield of faith, with 
with which you will be able to quench all fiery darts of the wicked one. Not some, but all. So when you have faith, baby, you can conquer anything. When you have faith, you can face anything. When you have faith, you can do anything. Because the word of God tells us without faith, you can't please God. So if you ain't got none again, get you some. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Above all, faith is what we need. And in my closing, the last scripture that I want to cover, this is the part that really got me excited. If you look at Matthew 25 and 23, and I'm reading from the New King James Version, and it says, his Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. And the part I want to highlight here is where it says, well done, good and faithful servant. So again, God is saying it's impossible to please me unless you have faith. And so when I look at this, this word faithful, I want you to think of this being split in half. Faithful. Full of faith. <laughs> so God is saying it's impossible to please me unless you have faith. And then when you reach your master to the end of time, he's he can go, he's gonna say two things to you. But what I want to hear is, well done, my good and faithful servant. So that should be something to show you that faith is essential. You must have faith. Amen? So if you ain't got nothing else, if you don't get anything else out of this, y'all, you got to have faith. You got to have faith. You got to walk by faith and not by sight. I don't know who this is for, but how you feel, what you're thinking, what you're facing. Don't look at those things. You got to walk by faith and trust and believe, complete trust that God is and God will. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Again, we got to strike with faith. So in my closing, I just want you all to understand these three strategies. Strategy, stance, and strike. Somebody say it with me. Strategy, stance, and strike. One more time. Strategy, stance, and strike. And that's all that I have for y'all today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.